You're listening to Tabletop Arcanum, a podcast dedicated to learning and exploring the hobby of tabletop gaming. Your hosts are Justin Taylor and Richard Geese, so sit back and relax as we talk, discuss, and joke our way through the hobby we love so much. From the pages of the King Killer Chronicle comes a new strategy game, Tack. Designed by James Ernest and Patrick Rothfuss, Tack is a beautiful game with simple rules and deep strategy. Players take their turns by adding a piece to the board or moving a piece or a stack under their control. The goal is simple, make a road connecting the opposite sides of the board. Building on classic games such as chess, Mancala, and Go, Tack joins a long tradition of abstract games with simple rules and complex strategy. With the variable bird sizes of 3x3 to 6x6, Tech offers a challenge and excitement for players of all skill levels. And welcome to Tabletop Arcane. This is Justin, and I'm bringing you a review of Tack. This is an abstract game for two players, plays in 10 to 30 minutes, sits at an MSRP of starting around $35. Now, I'll get a little bit more into that as we go into the review, but needless to say, much like a chess set, you can get very basic tack sets and you can get more fancy woods you can get fancier boards you can get as crazy as you want and likewise have a price that reflects that first impressions tack is a game that caught my attention amazingly as a fan of the king killer chronicles myself but then as it's told in the uh, novels it's a complex strategy game that the gentry can play to pass the time very much like chess can be done and there's varying skill levels and things of that nature. Likewise, when the Kickstarter for TAC came around, I was very highly interested in it, not only because of that, but my board game uh, hobby also dictated that, hey, this would be a neat new strategy game that is coming straight from a novel that doesn't actually outline the rules in the novel itself, but they're developing it so that we can play it in real life. All right. Now, first impressions of that aside... I was excited for this game. They have a lot of options in it. It does keep a very open and simple strategy rules. Uh, the rule set is really you can place a piece or you can move a piece. Or if you have a stack of uh, control of a stack of pieces, you can move, the, move around on the stack. And you're just trying to connect one side of the board to the other uh, with an unbroken set of controlled spaces. And, of course, you can have a varied amount of um, sizes of boards, and even the boards that you get in the original sets had the option to do a 3x3, a 4x4, a 5x5, and up to a 6x6. And in tournament rules, you can actually play up to 8x8. Um, The amount of pieces available to you to use vary based on the size of game that you're playing. So, it has a lot of really easy-to-learn rules and as you play and as you get better and your skill increases or you play on different size boards or with different opponents, you come to realize how simply beautiful the game is from a strategy perspective. Its rule sets are more along the lines of something like a checkers or go, but the strategy is sitting a lot more in the chess and the go level of strategies. Uh, It is abstract game, so you are just playing on a board with wooden pieces. So let's highlight some of the things that Tack does very well. It takes an ancient concept of abstract game with a simple rule set and 
maybe puts a modern twist on it, but ultimately does something new in the space that hasn't quite been done before, that is, feels both refreshing and new, however, it feels like this game has been around forever. It just feels like a game that we've been playing since the dawn of time, along with chess, checkers, and go has those roots and it feels and it calls to those roots and I feel like the game has this beautiful segue into that through its simplicity. Another thing it does well is it does keep the as it keeps the rules simple and it's easy to teach, it does keep the games pretty snappy. Only when you start getting into higher skill levels can you actually have the games go a little bit longer because you're starting to see counter strategies, you're starting to see different options and rules to block and play with your encounters. I can tell you that there are definitely some games, especially early on, that you will lose or win almost by a stroke of luck and strategy because you may not see what you're looking for and pieces may fall right into play, but that's okay. Everything I feel in tech is a learning opportunity for you, so keep that in mind as you play. It does offer a lot of options as far as what style of board do you want? Do you want leather? Do you want wood? Do you want just this basic cardboard? You want wooden pieces, metal pieces, and frankly, you can kind of go as crazy as you want with it. Even in the Kickstarter, there was a wormwood-designed uh, set with very high fancy quality woods, a very high fancy quality board. So you can go as crazy high detail as you like with this game, or you can play with literal things that you can either stand up or lay flat, and a marker of a centerpiece to know where a center of a board is and you could play with essentially with stones if you wanted to in that sense some of the things that i find opportunities with tack can be the fact that because it is an abstract game not all gamers are going to be called to it if you're not a fan of abstract games this is not going to do anything that's going to bring you into the abstract game market likewise if you don't have a resonation with the King Killer Chronicle novel series, you may overlook Tack as just a regular old strategy game or abstract game that has no bearing to you whatsoever. And on the flip side, if you're a fan of the King Killer Chronicles and not quite a board gamer, Tack just may not be an interesting game to you. All in all, I think Tack would be good for players who are looking for a strategy game who want something nice and simple. One of my favorite things is a set of pieces and a cloth bag and a cloth board and I pretty much have that on me at all times so if anybody ever wants to sit down and play a game attack with me just let me know and I have a set with me ready to go so the portability of it is fantastic likewise I do appreciate some of the creativity I've seen in the community uh, as this game has been around for a little bit now of custom capstone pieces and custom boards that a lot of people can really drive into and if you're into woodworking and you can build beautiful tag boards the, the tagline is a beautiful game and it's well earned on this one whether it's the gameplay and you're having an elegant time whether it's the pieces and the layout that looks just beautiful on a table in an abstract sort of game way all in all i feel that the price points on tag can vary based on what you're looking to get the $35 gives you a very basic set, which is just fine starting out, and if you really do fall in love with the game, you know you can invest in a nicer set of wood, 
or metal pieces and enhance your experience that way. Likewise, I like, like I said, I have a travel set as well as a regular at home set. So both of those things do allow you to have some flexibility in the game. Now the higher cost $60, $65 versions are a little bloated for what it is. Now, if you do buy them through the World Builders website, which is where the game is primarily housed outside of FLGSs, then a lot of it is going towards a charitable cause, which is always a good thing. But it is definitely a overinflated price for what you get in the regular TAC box. Well, I hope you enjoyed our review of TAC and give you a new enlightenment into an abstract game. I'd like to thank you for listening. As always, make sure you hit up our social medias. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Like, follow, subscribe, leave us a comment. We'll get back to you. And happy gaming. Tabletop Arcanum produced by Justin Taylor. This episode is hosted by Justin Taylor. Mixing and editing by Richard Geese. Original theme by Paul Moore and Isaac Gilbert. Check the description for this episode's featured background music. You can follow us on most social media platforms. Be sure to like, subscribe, and follow. And leave us a review if you would. As always, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.